Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Saturday with Smoltz, where every single Saturday, the Hall of Famer from the Atlanta Braves, John Smoltz, joins me. Which, by the way, I've said this a lot. I grew up the biggest Atlanta Braves fan. I grew up the biggest John Smoltz fan. To have him on every single week and to know him now and to see him at the All-Star Game and to talk to him and become friends with him is literally the coolest thing of all time. Little Ben Verlander is jumping up and down that I get to do this every week, which is incredible. But this week, we had a ton to talk about because we had the All-Star Game this week, and he had some comments that we need to talk about. So I'm going to get his favorite moment from this All-Star Game and ask him about the comment he made. He wants to see USA versus the world at the All-Star Game going forward. So ask him why and how that would work and you know, I think that's a pretty good idea as well. Also, Sean Casey has taken over as the New York Yankees hitting coach. He knows Sean Casey well. Is that a good hire? Is that a bad hire? We'll see what he thinks there. And the biggest story in baseball right now and for the next, what, six months, I'd say, is and will be Shohei Otani and what is going to happen with him. Of course, in the next two weeks, the story is, is he going to get traded? But far greater than that is where is he going to end up in the long term? Where is he going to sign his deal as a free agent? So I'm asking John to put on his hat, his fortune teller hat, and predict where he thinks Shohei Otani will eventually end up and where he wants Shohei Otani to eventually end up. So uh, thanks again to John for joining me. He's doing this from the golf course in Lake Tahoe, and he's in playing in a golf tournament. He literally just finished his round, so... Uh, I'm super pumped that he was able to join me still and the, the view for this. If you're, if you're watching and not just listening, the view from where he's doing this interview is like the most beautiful view of all time. So without further ado, let's welcome in now Hall of Famer, John Smoltz. All right, I am joined as always by John Smoltz. John, we're just leaving Seattle. The All-Star Game has wrapped up. And I got to ask, what was your favorite moment of the All-Star Game this year? Well, I think for the All-Star Game to come down to the hometown kid and uh, Craig Kimbrell, a little bit of excitement there in the night. It reminded me of Mike Trout against Otani in the World Baseball Classic. So I was uh, I was looking forward to see how the energy would pick up, and it certainly did. The one for, for me, I have to say the home run derby when Adley switched from the right side or from the left side to the right side. I mean, we've never seen that. We've seen switch hitters do it before, but never in the middle of a round. I thought that was incredible. 
Yeah, the home run derby um, certainly electrified the crowd. I thought Julio, man, needed to slow down. He had 41, and it just kind of wore him out. I thought he was going to kind of be the pick to click, but he just ran out of gas. John, you said throughout the course of the week, I, I heard you say that you would like to see the All-Star game go to USA versus the world format. Why'd you say that? Well, I just think with the All-Star game the way it is and the talent that we have, um, I just think that the uh, it would be the greatest showcase we'd own the week. Uh, you put a USA uniform on guys, your teammates against teammates. And honestly, I just think it would be more participation. Um, I think there you would if you could move the game back a day and give everyone a Sunday off. Look, the All-Star game is still the greatest version. Don't get me wrong. I'm not down on the All-Star game. But when everybody's tried to spruce it up and do things, to me, this is the perfect – I mean, I think we got it a little bit backwards. I think the Futures game that's played before us should be our All-Star game. And then we would have just – I mean, I don't even know. It, it would be such great rosters. It would be hard-pressed to know who, who would have the advantage. You got to play in, in plenty of these. Do you have a favorite moment from, from your All-Star game that sits out, sticks out to you? Well, you know, it didn't end out great, but the favorite moment for me was going to Tiger Stadium, and I was in the bullpen, come out of the bullpen. I came out early because Tony LaRusso wanted the fastest guys to home plate because they were going to steal on Mike Piazza in the All-Star game. So he brought me in second. I gave up a, a homer to Miguel Tejada, but I started with Detroit. I thought I was going to play with the Tigers, my hometown team, but I got a chance to play in Tiger Stadium in the All-Star game. I did get the loss. But to me, that was that was pretty cool. I mean, if, if I had to pick the best moment, it would be winning the game in 96 in Philadelphia. But I still think playing in Tiger Stadium is so cool. I've asked you, John, a few times. I, I give you a lot of hats to put on. I recently told you to put on your GM hat and we went over uh, what certain teams should do. But now I want to ask you to put on your fortune teller hat. And I know you're not a fortune teller, but there's a lot of talk lately. The biggest story in baseball is about Shohei Otani. And I know you don't know where he's going to go, what's going to happen, but put on your fortune teller hat and let me ask you, where do you want him to go and where do you think Shohei Otani will ultimately end up? The want and where I think might be a little bit different, uh, I think he's going to stay in California. I just do. I, I think he's going to be a Dodger or a Giant or possibly outside chance an Angel stay there. Um. I don't know what it would be like if I could imagine him going to the New York Yankees with Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani in that market. Um, I don't know how they would function and, 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 and not age because there'd be so much attention. But I think in the grandest of stages, in the way that he plays this game, it'd be hard-pressed to not think that what he would do as a New York Yankee in that stadium would be mind-boggling. You know, I, I've thought a lot about that as well since there was a report that came out the other day that said the Yankees and are going to really push hard to trade for him, which I took that with a grain of salt. Who, who's not going to, to push hard for it? But it, it's interesting to me because I, I'm i with you. I don't think Shohei wants to be on the East Coast. I think he wants to play out on the West Coast, as you mentioned. But if ever there were a time, I do think – Test it out in a trade. You're a rental. It's only a few months. So if he ends up in New York during a trade, that might make him more willing ultimately to sign somewhere once he tests it out and think, okay, it's not that bad over here. I can do this. But I think if it's ever going to happen, 
I think it would need to happen via a trade for him to at least test it out first. I agree. And I'm going to be on the aggressive side. I'm going to say it's worth to get him, even if you don't re-sign him, with a chance to win the World Series. Whoever gets – if they, if you were to be traded to some of the top-tier teams, let's just say New York, it puts them in this clear favor, in my opinion, to get to the World Series in the American League. That's how big of a difference this guy makes. And let's say they don't re-sign him. I think it's worth it. The Yankees have a lot of pressure on them to get to the World Series and win one. they got a drought going. The Dodgers took care of theirs. And I'm just telling you, I know people are saying there's no way he's going to get traded, this, this, or that. I would force the hand of the owner and make the deal so sweet he can't pass it up. So you you wouldn't hesitate, even though if if there's there is no guarantee he's going to resign. But let's say he's not going to sign. Let's say we we know that going into it, you still wouldn't hesitate to give up a one and a two prospect and some big leaguers for Shohei Otani. I would not hesitate because in in my mind, the reason I'm making that move puts us over the top. It puts us in a position that we're now the clear favorite or we've got a great chance. Look, guarantees, there's no guarantees in the postseason. Yeah. And I think we've seen that. And I think this would be one of the most aggressive and, and worthwhile trades ever. Speaking of the Yankees, new hitting coach, a guy I love, one of the nicest human beings in the world. I know a guy you like as well, Sean Casey. John, how do you feel about the Yankees' new hitting coach, Sean Casey? Well, this guy's high energy. He's Mr. Baseball. He's the mayor. He's everything. Um, I think it's going to fit him well. He's a student of the game. And look, hitting coaches get too much blame. Pitching coaches get too much blame. And I don't think they get enough credit, but the blame is, is far outweighs the credit. And it's unfortunate when a team does not live up to its potential. And that's what happened, unfortunately, in New York. Do you Did you ever face Sean? You guys would have overlapped oh, for yeah. sure, right? Oh, yeah. How'd that go? I think he hit over 300. I'm pretty sure he would, you know, I couldn't get my eyes off his feet moving in the box. Looked like that, uh, <laughs> looked like a horse picking up his leg, you know, and looked like he was just getting ready to do battle. And yeah, we faced each other a lot and not, or enough. And uh, he was a tough out. My favorite Sean Casey story is I was watching him uh, with the Tigers years ago. He hit the rocket line drive to left field and got thrown out at first. Yeah. Point. Yeah, all-time best. That's an all-time, an all-time best moment. Uh, John, you you join me always, and I always like to find out where you are. But right now, you are in one of the most beautiful backgrounds I've ever seen. Where are you? In Lake Tahoe with that huge lake in the back. I Coming off of my first horrible round of golf in the tournament. (laughs) I've got a lot of work to do. It's usually a slow start for me. but, But, I mean, this place... This is like, you just can't get any better than this. You just can't. It's unbelievable. Is my man Marty Fish out there? He is. He's a little banged up. He and I are kind of neck and neck in points. Uh, Steph Curry has lit it up today. He's way out in front. (laughs) Well, John, I appreciate you for joining me as always. I'll let you get back to it. Good luck the rest of the week. I'm going to ask you. We'll figure out how you did next week. Perfect. Look forward to it. All right, John. Thanks. See you, buddy. All right, just wanted to thank again John Smoltz for joining me because he's in the middle of a golf tournament, and the fact that he was still able to join me is pretty cool. So thanks again to him for joining me. Uh, I think the the Yankees thought from him of where he wants, maybe not necessarily wants, but definitely what would be the the coolest, biggest thing for the game of baseball if Shohei Otani ended up teammates with Aaron Judge with the New York Yankees. Think about how wild that would be. That would be crazy. Also, hearing stories from the All-Star Game and his favorite All-Star Games, always a blast. We always end up getting some great stories out of him. 
And that was true again this week. So hold on tight, everyone. The the Shohei Otani sweepstakes are starting to, to pick up. We heard over the last couple of days that after hearing all year long that the Angels weren't going to re-sign him and they're definitely not going to trade him, though, we're starting to hear that they are at least going to look into trading him and see what they could possibly get. And you all know how I feel. I, I don't know how at this point with Mike Trout out, you can't not trade him. I, I mean, you can't, after all this time, let the greatest player of all time go without getting anything in return. You just can't. So they're going to look around, and if the package is good enough, we'll see what happens. But thanks again to John Smoltz for joining me, and thanks to you all for listening to this Saturday with Smoltz episode. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media at Flippin' Bats Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, threads, and you can watch everything on YouTube as well. But until Monday, my friends, enjoy the weekend. This has been another episode of Flippin' Bats.